Great day, amazing humans. Yes! Welcome to Thriving Thursday on the Empowered in My Skin podcast. Are you ready to be inspired by chewable-sized episodes? Well, I think you are. So let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Yes! I am back. I am uh, two weeks older. <laughs> I know. I just have to call out shout outs. It's, you know, it's still September and it's my birthday. And I'm just saying, you know, 50, 50 and fly. Just saying to the day I die. Just have to call that out. Okay. okay. So guess who I'm with? Yes, that is right. Nope. The name starts with a G, and then an A, and a B, and a Y, and then a M, M A, and M M O N E. Gabby Mamone is in the house. Yes, come on, girl. Thank you. I have never been introduced the same twice. I love it. I just, I can just listen to all the intros. How fun! Thank you very much, Nkechi. And boy, oh boy, listeners, thank you for joining us today. We have a treat for you. All right, so we have a special guest today with us. Nothing uncertain about this person. This amazing human is a motivational speaker from Toronto. But here's the thing. She knows that anything is possible. She's a number one motivational speaker, best-selling author, and decorated athlete. And I'm going to have her uh, share that a little bit with us so you understand her international humanitarian. But can, can I say why she thinks everything's possible? Oh, yeah. Tell because me. Because she is. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the unstoppable Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> Welcome, Tracy. Well, thank you, ladies. Talk about energy today. Yes, every every day, every day, every day, every day, every minute. Love it. I love it. Uh, I love today's topic because you are so unstoppable, yeah. and uh, your story is. I mean, you're, there's so many dimensions to your story, and. Um, and today, but we really want to talk about uncertainty. Yeah. And we know that that is something that you have probably helped change so many people's perspective on. Yeah. And first of all, you know, just to just to the to the listeners, Tracy, how do you describe uncertainty? Like, what is that to you? Well, and to me, you know, to me is when you have no idea whether somebody's going to say yes to myself joining mm. that male dominated workplace mm. as a woman uh it's, it's sometimes uncertainty is my brain <laughs> thinking for some wacky moment and it's only a brief moment in time where i mm. doubt myself mm. and i let the naysayers tell me no mm-hmm. you can't be a part of this program in recreation because what your listeners don't know is that I don't have my arms and my legs. I'm missing my hands and my legs. And so often in a place of big heartedness, they say, no, you can't. And so uncertainty is, is the naysayers in myself and others and confidence. Mm -hmm. You just don't know how to begin. Woo. That gave me chills, and I mean, Gabby, Gabby, you look speechless. I'm just like, so how did you begin? Like, how? Yeah. 
man, you're just actually really, really inspiring. And yeah, um, sure. yeah so <laughs> yeah. we, for the listeners, how did you begin? How did you just share something that begin. was very monumental? It really, it started at a phenomenal moment in time that I made up that anything really mm. is possible. And it, it came from the first day of school. Mm. And I was like face to face with the principal and he took one look at me, no arms, no legs. And he turned to my mom and in shock, he just said, Oh, I'm sorry. Tracy can't go to this school. I'm like, Oh, I like, I'm telling you this right now, and I'm like five years old all over again. Mm-hmm. I can hear him in my ears, like he's he's talking to me right now, and my my heart just went in my stomach. Mm-hmm. And you know, I fully expected my mom to turn mama bear on him, and she didn't. But my dog is going mama bear. On it. <laughs> 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 He's really all over it. <laughs> that's so, okay. That's okay. That's, that's okay. We are yes. all working from home yes. on these incredible yes. podcasts. Yes. Yes. You see him. He's all of four pounds. <laughs> and, and, and I'm not so big. I, I weigh under 100 pounds, and I'm pretty mighty, too. Yes, so you I are. And she didn't. She looked at him with the kindest eyes. And, and, you know, and she just had the kindest voice. She was, she was a great singer. And she just sort of said, how come? And it was so great because now he's not defensive. Mm-hmm. And he explained, he's like, oh, well, Casey's got no hands. How's she going to tie her shoelaces? She's got no legs. How's she going to go wash them by herself? You know, it was the 70s when I was in kindergarten. And, and they didn't have educational assistance. Mm-hmm. So... You can kind of get it, 35-year-old kids, first yeah. day of school, how, how is this one teacher meant to juggle a girl with no hands and no legs? Mm-hmm. And so mom, she, she was empathetic, and she said, I understand. Can you give me a week to find another school? And she thanked him, and we walked around to the side of the school, and she collapsed in front of hundreds and hundreds of kids on the cement of the, mm. the back school grounds. And she grabbed my arms, you know, that parental grip on mm. her knees, looking at me in my eyes, holding so tight. And she said, Tracy, it is really important that you and nobody else are left behind. Mm. I'm five. I just want to go play. (laughs) I don't realize that if I don't get outside at recess, Mm. I'm not going to stay at that school. Mm. But the principal had seen her on her knees, looking at me in my eyes, and he heard her say, nobody left behind. Mm. So now his heart is in his stomach. Mm Mm-hmm. And fast forward to recess time, and he runs outside to find me. Because if I'm outside, I can stay. Mm -hmm. I wasn't there. So 
of course, he's got to figure out what he's going to tell my mom. Mm-hmm. And he goes and he finds the teacher and he asks her, I'm like, couldn't Tracy tie her shoelaces? And the teacher's smiling back at him and super confused. And she's like, Tracy was the first one to tie her shoelaces. Like, of course, you know. What? How come she wasn't outside? Oh, her little friend couldn't tie her shoelaces. Turns out... None oh, of the 30 kids tie <laughs> their shoelaces. <laughs> By the time I tied I 30 <laughs> Listeners, how come the only student, male, female, black or white, tall or small, the only person with no hands was the only one required to be able to tie their shoelaces? Yeah. Right. And it actually, you know, we get these standard operating procedures in a, mm. in a healthcare industry. If you're fighting for something that you love, for someone you love, in needing care or long-term care, if you've got elder care scenarios mm. going on, or you're, you know, making a difference for a promotion in a supervisor. Oh, everybody's got a master's in business before they become sure. a VP. Or, mm. And they kind of make sense. It made sense. Like one teacher, how is she supposed to support me? But I learned that day that the no, when the principal said no, we just meant he didn't know, K-N-O-W. He just didn't know. And he never said no again. He was a wonderful, magical man. Mm. He was fantastic the rest of my elementary school time. And, uh, and, And I never absorbed no again either. Oh, I love that. How do you protect yourself? Like that is big because so no for me actually also means next opportunity, and I, and I often say a no is a powerful setup for a a no is a setup for a powerful yes. yes. So much so that when you get that yes, you say thank God I got that no, right? Yes. So how how have you like you said like you said you've never even made yourself available or yeah like you just overcome no. Yeah. And I mean, how great, how many of us make stories up when we're young, mm-hmm. something happens in kindergarten where we're, we're too, we we're too, we're pleasantly plump as my Nana says, mm-hmm. right. Or we're not strong enough, but that's for girls or that's for boys mm-hmm. or, yeah. and, and we make up these stories. I'm so lucky that that was the story I got to make up mm-hmm. and I was naive enough and insightful enough to, to em- embrace it. So like sailing, for example, mm-hmm. when I started sailing, uh, that first summer, because I don't have my legs, every time there was wind and the boat would heel or uh, a wave, because there's plenty of waves uh, out of Toronto, there's ferries that go back and forth and there's wakes and waves, and I would fall out of the boat. Mm-hmm. And and so at the end of the summer, they just, they're kind of like, well, we don't know that sailing's for Tracy, right? Everybody got their, their level one in sailing, every student but me, and I failed. And I knew how to sail. I knew. I knew how to sail. I knew mm-hmm. the parts of the boat. I knew the points of sail. I knew how to steer the boat. I just couldn't yeah. stay in the boat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Minor detail. But they wouldn't pass me because I couldn't stay, stay in, in the, the boat. boat. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I knew I could sail. So it was like, you want to come back? 
I'm like, yeah, I know how to sail, right? And and the next summer, I learned how to balance in the boat. I learned mm-hmm. to get my head out of the boat, you know, look out where mm-hmm. the wind's coming from, mm-hmm. where the waves are coming from. And, mm-hmm. and, and it turned out that that balancing on a healing boat, you know, is, is a skill of a fourth level. And mm-hmm. I got my bronze four. And wow. then I got my white to level three, two, oh, one. Wow. Right? And the rest of the kids, they all got their level two. Yeah. I, I was the only one with my bronze four. So, so next opportunity for sure, it was an opportunity to expedite and skyrocket my mm-hmm. skills. Mm-hmm. And, and I think... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and I love the, you, you, you use the word failure, right? Like you failed, but you came back. So not making mm-hmm. that you something that you owned. And, and so what's the most powerful lesson that you've learned from failure? Oh, is comeback, as you mm-hmm. said. Right. You know, I, I worked at Air Canada during the bankruptcy. Well, airlines around the world, Lufthansa, United, mm-hmm. British Airways. And so here in Air Canada, it was Air Canada and Canadian Airlines. Mm-hmm. And, You know, the Canadian Airlines, they had been through tons of acquisitions and mergers repeatedly over and over and over, PWA and Wardair. And so when it was time and when Canada's federal government legislated the the merging of Canadian Airlines in with Air Canada after much resistance and signs saying better dead than red. Mm -mm. And now a week later, after months of those signs, they need to be working beside each other at a check-in counter. And, and I was working there. And what was interesting was, you know, Air Canada absorbed Canadian Airlines. But the Canadian Airlines staff, they were so used to coming back after failure, right? Coming mm-hmm. back after merger. And they were much more equipped with moving on. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe that I am so lucky as a as a person with a disability that, you know, at two years old, I wanted the cookie in the cookie jar, mm-hmm. like every other two year old. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, and so I just did whatever it took and I would keep falling down and getting off the stool or whatever until I got the cookie. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I learned because of my disability that you figure it out and you don't mm-hmm. stop until you get out to the schoolyard or till mm-hmm. you get that cookie. Yeah. And so that was my way of being at Air Canada mm-hmm. and at Uber busting them into Canada and at Shoppers Drug Mart after pharmaceutical reform. Mm-hmm. And, and we still outperform the stock market with food and beauty and baby mm-hmm. items. Shame on us for not making more money sooner. Thank goodness they they cut the pharmaceutical pricing, not really for all of us in the public world, but it definitely got us to be a more effective business model and making money in lots of areas and not just 55% profits in yeah. pharmacy because yeah. it stopped. And so I'm, I'm that gal that even businesses will bring in wow. and have an MBA and other mm-hmm. skill sets that I've added to my lived Life. Life, yeah, and experience. And how have you, how have you handled, um, because I know, I mean, I work um, in the, um, with a lot with diversity, equity, and inclusion, and how yeah. have you handled um, sort of discrimination and, and even places that are not equipped to support people with disabilities? It, it's that magic question, right? It wasn't just mom saying, how come? Right. You're right. How come? Like, oh, impossible? Unless what? Uh-huh. What, what's worked in the past? 
that mm-hmm. we could tweak Implement, to make tweak. work yeah. now, mm-hmm. right? And so it's it's constant questioning. But just to highlight, you know, when mom said, how come, she didn't say, I can tie my shoelaces. Yeah. Right? She said, if it doesn't work out, no problem. Yeah. Give me a week to find another school more suited for mm-hmm. Tracy. Mm-hmm. And so she really listened to what was stopping him. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Yes. And his fear was being stuck with me in a kind way. His fear was not being set up to support me and mm-hmm. to support his teacher with the rest of her job. Mm-hmm. And so she answered that. If it doesn't work out, no problem. Mm-hmm. Right? It didn't matter if I could tie my shoelaces because that wasn't his biggest concern, really. Uh, so, so that's when you get to diversity, equity, inclusion in a corporation is asking those questions and really listening to what is the stop gap. What is the stop gap? Mm-hmm. That's big. Yeah. Tracy, as you were chatting, I have to say I became emotional. Yeah. And the reason why is because, um, you know, you've lived a life where there's been uh, uncertainty and uh, unknown information. And I know that there are people out there that are probably afraid to take a step, take a step to ask for a raise, take a step to leave their marriage, take a step to to get a new job, whatever that unknown is, um, because it's uncertain. There's that doubt and doubt, that fear sometimes is that overlying cloud above our heads. Um, but I want people to see and know that Tracy is the epitome of someone who can overcome adversity. And so, Tracy, would you please share with us, for anyone that has that uncertainty, maybe afraid of standing up for themselves, taking that next step, would you please share a tip, a piece of advice for anyone that is going through some doubtful times? So I'm going to start with a little tough love. And, and say that, you know, exceeding uncertainty is no excuse for an action. Feeling uncertain is no excuse for an action. And, and then I'll dial it back just a little to say, you know, I can't begin to imagine remotely what's going on for so many of your listeners right now. Yeah. The world has been slammed, has been blindsided. And so many are struggling with health, struggling with finances, struggling with divorce, struggling with abuse, struggling with injustice. I, I don't know about you two in diversity and equity and inclusion, but I feel personally that the world has gone backwards, yeah. not mm-hmm. forwards in the last three years. And I can't begin to imagine what's going on for the people listening when I say Feeling uncertain is no excuse for an action. But, but what I will say is that for myself, for podcast listeners reminding you that no arms, no hands, and no legs above my knees, missing my left arm above my elbow, I'm missing both of my legs above my knees, and I have no hands. I know for myself, when, when I live a life of no excuses, I get to live a life of no limits, right? I get to live a life of no limits. So it is tough love, 
but I get to live a life of no limits, right? And then oh. I climb the Himalayas and World Cup sailor with able-bodied men and bronze medalist downhill skiing on top of supporting busting Uber into Canada and a merger with Air Canada and pharmaceutical reform with shoppers. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that's unstoppable, Tracy. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I don't know. I, 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 um, I, uh, I just thank you. I, you know, yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to say thank you to the world because it's sometimes it's like me able-bodied. Yeah, you know, sure, brown skin, you know. Um, but when I hear you talk about what you've overcome and how unstoppable you actually are and how you've made I'm possible, like, just be who, like, just who you are and the way you walk, it's, uh, I'll be honest with you, like, it emboldens me. It makes me, yeah. makes me feel, like, more courageous. And that's mm-hmm. a gift. And um, me able-bodied. And for the listeners, I have my arms all the way down to my mm-hmm. hands. I have my two feet. And I can get up off this chair and just run, you know. Um, it makes me stand up. And I love the tough love you gave us because yes. I actually needed to hear that. Yeah, me too. Oh. Me too. This this show is all about thriving, yeah. and Tracy truly does approach life with grace and humor, and she has thrived in so many ways. Thank you for gracing us with your presence oh and your gosh. time, Tracy. We are so grateful. We will, we will bring you back when we start to talk about how to eradicate problems. I uh, I feel like Tracy needs to be like a regular yeah. feature. <laughs> I think we are a dynamic trio. Yeah. We are. I, I was humbly... not expecting to be emotional, uh, <laughs> but I needed. I if there's anyone, I know you say to your listeners, I was like, I think she's talking to you, Ink. And and the other thing I would say, Tracy, we have never gone to 22 minutes on a thriving Thursday. Yeah. So you yeah. totally unstoppable. <laughs> the yeah. Yeah. Keep going, <laughs> I love it. We love you. And um yeah, Thank man. You. Thank you for what you're doing for the world. And you're you're that you're the you're you're that person that faces the fear so that the rest of us can do so as well. Mm-hmm. And so Gabby, unfortunately this is where we have to say uh, We're out. We're out. <laughs> Bye bye. Bye. So there you have it. I hope you are thriving and feeling empowered and thoroughly enjoyed this episode. And remember, whatever platform you're listening to this on, Please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else that you think can benefit from the tips that were delivered. As Tom Bilyeu says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been awesome sharing energy with you. It's your girl, and I'm out.